Hello and welcome back to the Gondwana Records podcast, episode 7 with Hania Rani. Pianist, singer, and composer who recently released her third solo album, Ghosts. In our last two episodes, we traced her life from having a dream to be a pianist, moving to Berlin from Warsaw, and sending her music to Gondwana Records. I was never thinking I would be performing my own music on stage. I was never, I even didn't have this kind of dream because I thought it's impossible. So, everything what is even now still happening, I am thinking, oh my God, <laughs> it's just, a, it's, it's not even a dream, it's kind of surreal. <laughs> Hania debuted from Gondwana Records with her solo album Esia in 2019, and her life as an artist started blooming. My name is Mari from Gondwana Records, and I am very excited to chat with Hania about her latest solo album, Ghosts. The album is one of the most thrilling works of Hania's and features special guests as well as lots of new sounds. Let's start the journey of Ghosts with Hania Rani. <laughs> The new album is called Ghosts, and it was very much inspired by, by Ghosts. And one of our first singles、um, is called Dancing with Ghosts, and basically, it was kind of a starting point for the whole idea. And it's a very new album for me, first of all, because I decided to invite some guests, and we have a wonderful, wonderful guest there. There is a Patrick Watson who is appearing in Dancing with Ghosts, there is Olafur Arnolds, and there is Duncan Bellamy from Portico Quartet,、uh, who contributed in two songs, Don't Break My Heart and Thin Line. And basically, also, they were kind of my first choices, <laughs> like a dream artist to collaborate, to work. Uh, with on this album, so I'm extremely grateful that yeah, it worked out.、Uh, the album is quite long, it has 67 minutes, 13 songs, and it includes quite a lot of songs that, where I sing, which is a very also different maybe element、uh, and brings a very different character to this, to this album. but Of course, I would not be myself, and if I would not include also like instrumental tracks, which I'm also maybe a bit different because I allowed myself as well to. I really wanted to bring something extremely performative to this album that you can basically listen from the very beginning till the end. A little bit like a show, like a concert, like a performance. So, also, these instrumental tracks very often I kept in a very natural way how they were performed, how they were improvised.、Uh, in the beginning, I really wanted to keep kind of a natural form. So, and this、uh, affected that sometimes they are very, very. Long, like the longest track is 11 minutes. It's Komeda, that、um, I think some of、um, my listeners know already from my performances. And of course, I, I decided to, to include it to the album. The other thing, maybe, which is interesting, there are, of course, many, many new tracks and also many new sounds, many, many, quite a lot、uh, of my research on like. A little bit of electronic sounds, which is mostly based、uh, in、uh, on one synth, which is Prophet, which is my personal 
favorite um, and also like uh, synth that I'm always bringing with me but also uh, quite a lot of Moog sound but basically these are the only two synthesizers that I was using but also the um, I think the other thing uh, that is important that I picked also a couple of very old songs of mine that I really admire but I thought that they were the arrangements of, of these songs were not good enough or were not really fitting the album form so uh, finally and it happened with Hello and with Don't Break My Heart I think I managed to rearrange them to change them totally to start from the scratch and to finally include them to the, to the album and I, I hope that also some people will be very happy about it This is very conceptual album. Um, how did this start? Where were you and how did this ghost concept started? It's a mixture of two things. Basically, one thing is that it's a coincidence, something needs to happen in your life. And the second thing, this thing which is happening need to be kind of connected with things that already was interesting for you. It was already kind of fascinating. And it just happened to me last year in the beginning of the year. I was working in a studio, in a little studio in the mountains in Switzerland, very remote, in a very remote place. And it was kind of a place which was very peculiar because it was transformed from a sanatorium places uh, like where people you know there were many baths where they were coming there to for treatment to be cured and it's kind of a very early 20th century thing in Europe at least it used to be very very popular especially in um, you know high mountains like Alps with a fresh air and, and it was kind of a movement back then and people were treating especially tuberculosis on this kind of um, illnesses and thanks to a friend from a director uh, of the movie that I was working on she recommended me this art residency because she thought I would like it a lot and I would find also my you know calm place there to to, to work and but it was very very strange place at, at some point you, you feel there a lot of history a lot of you know you, you could still even see the traces of this former function of, of this place or I don't know there were like even 
baths sometimes in uh, artist studios or some other elements or yeah just basically you could see that it was something else before and all of these things uh, made me wonder with my thoughts i was always quite fascinated you know with ghosts and with this kind of thin line between life and death and there is also something very important that i learned um yeah just in school so which is very much connected with with uh, i think my identity that there is a lot of literature especially coming from maybe 19th century and this kind of movement in in literature in art that people were really kind of allowing themselves to bring ghosts to to their life and and they were just really explaining what is like in between why their soul is so kind of anxious that it cannot just you know fly away they want still to to stay and I think it's quite also uh, maybe strange thing to, to learn at school but we really have this very very famous uh, book written one of the the most famous Polish writers and we we really researched this uh, poem during our classes uh, you know so it it's really stayed with me and definitely this also have something to do with our Slavic culture and all of these pagan beliefs and rituals they were really also intertwining with uh, religion with Catholic religion later on so there are also you know all of these things started to coming back to me that I was always like kind of fascinated and also like very much what I thought you know it's just from the very far perspective but I also remember recalled my fascinations with Japanese um, literature and I remember my first time reading Murakami and I and there was like a ghost coming to the room it was like a story a novel I don't really remember which book was it but he described it in such a natural way it was like the most normal thing that is happening that you know there is a ghost there is like a memory there is something surreal mixed with hyper hyper reality that he's used usually presenting so all of these things started to connect and I I felt like oh it's such an amazing you know ground for me to investigate and just to really also you know because I'm very very interested somehow in ultimate things in a very um, sometimes things also that scares me or things that I find difficult just for myself and I I find it really kind of good for me if I can take this and just observe and I just you know take something that really scares me and maybe something that I really don't understand but somehow as well is very you know it's it's very interesting for me and I'm just thinking and observing and just you know looking from from you know, from close and then obviously very often it's not so scary anymore or maybe I can just you know I can recognize it I can describe it in a different way and this is what happened with ghosts that basically uh, like this kind of topic was a key to so many doors because it was also opening doors of memory of kind of identity of roots of stories of our ancestors or stories that we heard when we are going to the place that we don't know but we can feel something was going on there obviously about like this thin line life and death even like my own approach to death and you know the pain of people leaving and all of these things that also very important for me but also even about like things that also fascinates me like a contemporary times and you know like automated way of living and us being such a part of totally not real 
reality, which is social media, which is like virtual space and our own little avatars, which are almost like little ghosts, you know, avatars in the social media that we are creating, alter egos. And all of these, just it's just this one word just opened for me so many different angles. And I just thought, oh, it's just, you know, I just need to follow. And obviously for, for music, for sound, it's also such a great environment because even I remember when we sit down with Greg Freeman who is responsible for a wonderful mix of this album we just sit down and I said Greg we can just do things that yeah everything is basically allowed we can process sound we can you know we can just do things that maybe even would be not can be not nice or maybe they would be just very you know strange but this is this album is about and we need this kind of basically two different kind of colors contrast and we need nice things but also we need weird things because I really want to kind of embrace this weirdness and everything which seems kind of spooky but when you look a little bit closer it's not when you receive an album and open it and you first see the quote here I am Um, (laughs) can you tell us about that Yes, uh, I'm extremely happy because um, something that I basically didn't plan became a cycle. <laughs> uh, I started. It started with Asia. I included there a quote that was really important for me by a very famous Polish composer, contemporary composer um, of 20th century, Witold Tutusławski, and he um, he wrote a text about. It's called On Silence, about, you know, just, um, yeah, basically silence, but also the music that is not really made. It's, it's made without any kind of thought, it's just and what, how it affects us and what silence means and, and all of this stuff. On the second album, Home, I included one of my very favorite writers, uh, Bruno Schulz, again, Polish. Uh, and there is a beautiful little novel called A Loneliness, but with a really hopeful ending. And now I thought, oh my God, I did it twice. I managed to bring some Polish literature to my to my albums, which really, I think, they're also a key to the album. And, um, and last year I had the opportunity to meet uh, myself, Olga Tokarczuk, and she is a Nobel Prize winner uh, in literature, Polish Nobel Prize winner. And um, I played um, on a festival. Of, festival is a literature festival, but she's always each year also inviting some artists. And then we met after my concert, and she said uh, that she was writing her books, listening to my music, and it was such a mind-blowing, you know, information because she's such an outstanding writer. And then I thought. Um, yeah, I, I was back to the book that basically brought her so much fame, which is um, Flights, and also, which is also important, it has amazing translation, which was also got some awards, which was also important for me, because then I can bring actually this literature in English. And we connected with her again, and we contacted, and we asked if it would be nice to bring... It's actually the opening of the book, which I always find so... Uh, yeah, it's, it's just strike me, like, how um, precise it is when it comes to describing a feeling just 
being and just recognizing that I am who I am in my own body and this is really strange <laughs> and and also like you know just like kind of a moment so I thought it's just such a right moment to use this quote and and I think it really really also fits uh, the music because this music is very much about just being and feeling this being you know this fight you know of being now and maybe disappearing and maybe being before so there is a lot about this kind of state and I'm extremely happy that yeah it, it became a cycle now because it's the third time I'm bringing Polish artists quote to represent my album about ghosts and it's not someone that you can see all the time to create this whole story did you have to use a lot of uh, imagination of course especially when it comes you know it was just uh, slowly slowly growing and I'm usually especially like because I decided it will be very sang album I decided I'm in a, a feeling very comfortable with my voice right now and maybe it will not happen again in the future and I felt it's the right moment for me to sing more I start with uh, like melody line I sing something you know with kind of imagined <laughs> language and then afterwards I, I, I write lyrics and especially when I started to write lyrics and I was just touching the topics I really want to talk about or which are interesting for me. even like it's, it's kind of a research because it's not that I know something that I know the truth of the word it's all also like a little bit of you know research of finding out what really means to me and there is even like in a thin line there is even described the moment of like really being like it's it's literally thin line between life and death and there is I'm just singing that I'm just actually kind of dying or maybe just moving from one word to another and but it's not scary just basically how 
you know, it's like, I think what was fascinating that basically once you imagine this and you tell it in an, with a music language, with a kind of, yeah, or a visual art language or whatever, it's, you, you, you basically have enough, have no knowledge about how it feels. So everything what you can do is just imagination. So it's totally surreal. It's a very, it's a very interesting feeling, basically as well, because it's just, yeah, it's it's totally unreal, but also somehow it's facing something that is definitely extremely scary. And and I think for me, this album, when it comes to singing, it's um, important step as an artist as well to. Yeah, speak a bit louder, to be a bit like more courageous, to speak about things that are interesting for me, or maybe they're not always comfortable, they are sometimes maybe weird. I remember I, when I was writing lyrics for Moans, this is a very important song for me, and I think also like, the lyrics are, are really, I'm really happy about them. just really a moan which can you know mean something like result of pleasure but also of extreme pain because I was so much affected as well last year with a war not only in Ukraine but all the other wars that we could just see through our phones I never felt so close to any war zone but just because we can you know see this all every day I just really felt it's you know, it really made me think. I cannot just detach from this topic. It's like something in me, and I just was thinking. It's like 
crazy that we are so close to it and we we basically everyone even if you are a bit like yeah i'm in a safe place everyone is somehow affected by this you know because you cannot unseen things that you've seen somewhere and i was just even thinking about what you think what you feel when you are yeah maybe you are going to die or maybe you you are losing something extremely precious in your life or maybe you are losing your all you know your your own life and this is what moans are because in the end what they thought like what you really are wishing or what you're dreaming just to again fall in love and it's like very easy you know that also like when you read memories of some people who are you know i don't know maybe very ill or very old and very often they say i just regret that maybe i was you know not paying attention enough or maybe i didn't you know allow myself to laugh and and there is something you know there is always something yeah yeah like very i would say transcendental about laugh and death and and there is like something very ultimate but very beautiful i think it brings us back to our like kind of most interesting parts uh, and they are very dramatic somehow but I think once you maybe uh, surround them with a little bit different kind of music it's a bit like surreal maybe a bit fantasy kind of word it's this allows us to, to look at these topics from a very for a tiny bit different perspective To be able to create that world that you wanted to express um, sonically, what did you play and what is the new addition to your music? There are a couple of things. I was, first of all, personally, I was using very limited amount of instruments. And I also was a little bit kind of collecting sounds. So when you look at credits of the album, there are plenty of sound engineers, including also me. And also thanks to guests, also they were of course bringing quite a lot of sound with them. Uh, and the second thing, it was I was just collecting these sounds through the years. And, and basically when I finally uh, was in this one calm place in the mountains, I had just, I think, three keywords. So I had like my acoustic piano, I have like one synth and I had a sage piano which I usually use like organ sound or maybe road sound and of course I had my voice. So it was a very, very limited kind of environment but maybe this always is very kind of creative environment for me as well because I'm just, when you don't have everything, you have like just a couple of tools, you just need to think creatively. So I think it helped me a lot to 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 build base for for this album and build kind of a sound very much core of it it's definitely voice as well used in a very instrumental way uh, but also these three keyboards uh, with a very huge emphasis on I guess on, on profit which is I mean it's it's such a core of so many uh, other compositions, you know, I, I learned just this year that is like one of fave uh, scenes of Tom York and James Blake. I didn't know. <laughs> I am never researching this, but it happened that also it's my scent. And afterwards, um, I tried to think, okay, what we bring on top, what we need to, to really bring this ghosty feeling. And then, you know, for example, I decided to really bring quite a huge string ensemble and we recorded it in, in a very big 
amazing hall in a Polish radio in Warsaw and it was my first time as well uh, so it was also kind of you know I, I knew that if I want to bring a symphonic sound I need kind of a big ensemble I cannot just you know fix it with a quartet so this kind of decisions or you know I, I created songs and then I was thinking what to add on top and and um, what else yeah I think this is this is <laughs> this is mainly this yeah yeah the string really adds the distinctive mood on the album and um, a lot of the album I listen to anyways it's more like a string is like loud and beautiful but this was more like the mood yeah, it's also like a work, um, you know, everything has a beginning because I think this album also, like, it had to happen, I think it's three and a half year after home. So, you know, I had to really experience so many things in between. For example, I started to work with this amazing sound engineer and, and, and composer, Victor Arnason. And he also recorded, yeah, this big ensemble and he did arrangements uh, with me for... Um, for the album and uh, Duncan Bellamy he brought such an amazing beat I used to use a, a real percussion the real drums but I think just because this the, these beats are made on, on a drum machine they're a bit more synthetic they brought also something very nice and eclectic to, to my arrangements and yeah there are many many songs as well um, that uh, yeah, like uh, basically just voices are, are used as choirs, are used like other instruments. And yeah, there are many, many things that had to happen <laughs> in between that I allowed myself to, to think a bit differently from a very personal perspective, from a composer perspective. I was really trying, especially with songs, to break as, um, forms that I would usually pick. So I was trying to break a bit these songs in a different way to add harmonies that I would never use especially with moans or maybe with thin lines I was really trying to think out of my own box yeah it was kind of a decision I was really trying to if something felt too comfortable too familiar I was trying to a bit yeah break it somehow you mentioned about Duncan playing on the Don't Break My Heart and the Thin Line. And uh, I would like to talk about other guests now. So how did this Patrick Watson happen? Um, so uh, we never met with Patrick, but uh, he reached out to me a couple of years ago, I think, already. Maybe two years ago during pandemic, he, he basically found somewhere my music and he just sent me a note I think on Instagram I already like hear music which was like what happened <laughs> because I'm such a fan you know also I feel like Patrick wasn't it's such a maybe it's not an obvious choice uh, because I, I know that for some people he's a real real master but I know that many people also don't know him but for me it was kind of uh, I was really learning listening to his songs uh, how to write songs I was really, really, really just learning, and I love his way of thinking, his effortless way, like of like 
uh, treating music and just always be you, this curiosity, this this kind of very natural approach. So I was so happy when he reached out and we started to talk. And then, you know, because I'm very shy as well, I, I also feel like I would never want somebody to do music just because, you know, I would love always that people, if, if they come to the project, they really feel it. They really think, okay, I, I really like it. I really think it's also good for me. So then I composed Dancing with Ghosts and I thought, yeah, it could be a Patrick Wilson song. <laughs> And I asked him and he loved the song and he very, like, really took him just, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks and he sent over uh, his voice and some very ghosty so sounds. I think he just, um, he just put through his voice and, and probably my voice and other instruments through some modular synth and it gave such a ghosty, spooky feeling to this very kind of intimate and very classic song and he asked me is it not too much <laughs> and he said no it's just perfect Gondwana Records podcast it was a little bit different because I also came to him with a ready song but he said I was in Reykjavik and we met in his studio we, we know each other uh, since some time so it's, it's also a different relationship and I came with a song and he said you know the song is great uh, but I don't know I mean I don't have anything to add to it but I would love to create something new with you from scratch and can you come again <laughs> so I came maybe after a month and we just you know we we're just improvising in his studio and it was such a beautiful process and I we've, we I think we both a little bit missed this because you know I started to tour a lot and also just to work a lot on scores and I, I don't have so much time anymore just to really jam with people and I think he also kind of maybe missed his you know previous years jamming with news from uh, and and we, we we are just happy to do it and we actually recorded a couple of songs and then we picked this one which is called whispering house because i also think it's maybe a kind of um different for both of us it's, it's very olafur's arnold style is very like kind of you know peaceful and calm uh, but still i think there is something yeah also ghosty with the with the special treatment of um, of voice, so I, I was really, really, really happy how it turned out. Thank you. 
did it take from the beginning of okay I think I know what I want to make for this next album to this release how long did it take for you I think um, some of the songs were already kind of um, maybe even like a drafts there are a couple of songs that are already recorded earlier but I think the starting point is really a beginning of the year last year I would say pretty quick pretty quick although I had I mean basically it's three years I would say because I was already collecting some sounds but like a really you know work I would say it's 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 a beginning of the year which I think it's not so <laughs> not so quick uh, but yeah and also I thought I would be able to record this album way earlier I was really promising Gondwana oh yeah it would be ready it will be ready but it took also just thinking what I want to say what kind of you know as well like sonic word I want to bring it took me years yeah and, and I had to wait patiently I had to do all of these other things that I've done just to be able to yeah to be sure Gondwana Records Podcast. Coming up in episode 8, we continue our conversation on the album Ghosts and we have a Q&A session. Hanya will answer questions from her fans and Gondwana Records supporters. Thank you for listening and see you on the other side.